Welcome back, kids, to another episode of Seeds to Serve. My name's Ann Thomas. And I'm Jeet Catherine. And we have a very exciting podcast, as always, for you guys. We'll start off with the summary. So this week's gospel is Jesus raises up, heals, and frees, talking about courage. And in the summary, while Jesus was leaving the synagogue, he enters the home of Simon and Andrew. And when he enters their home, they tell him about their mother-in-law who was sick. And Jesus heals her. And after he heals her, Simon and Andrew takes Jesus to everybody else in the village who was also ill or possessed, and he heals all of them. The next day before morning came, Jesus went to a really deserted place right outside the village to pray. And when he did that, the villagers kind of followed him and asked him where he was going and why he wasn't staying. In short, Jesus said that he was moving on to the next village so that he can continue his mission there and healing the people there who are sick and who need him also. So like Anne Thomas was saying, Jesus could have stayed at the village after he was done curing these people in there, but he decided to continue his mission and go forth and perform even more miracles and heal more people. And that's kind of a form of courage because sometimes we feel that once we've exerted all our energy into this one thing, then we can just pack up our things and rest. But it is a form of courage to pack up our things and not rest, but actually keep going. Um, although rest is important, just <laughs> just a side note. <laughs> but in the sense of Jesus's actions, he knew that he was being called to be courageous and he knew that there was a there was a need for him and that he should keep going and keep healing more people and fulfilling God's plan for him. So for us, that kind of courage kind of, you know, works in our own daily lives in a way. Sometimes we feel that we've done enough and we can just sit back. But there are times when there's something deep in us that calls us to do more. And we have to respond and call up that courage that we feel and continue our own mission. Um, I can't exactly think of a specific example, but maybe on Thomas. Can you think of an example? <laughs> <laughs> yes. So like G. Catherine said, it can get easy for us to stay comfortable after we've finished what we've needed to do or when we thought that we finished what we needed to do. It's easy to just kind of stay comfortable and not either move forward or explore or continue pushing through, whether it's spiritually, socially, academically, career-wise, friend life, whatever it may be. Um, it's really easy to stay comfortable, but courage is kind of like taking that first step in moving on or moving forward with something. Having that courage to face, and the key word I think there is, you know, to face one's difficulties and challenges and the tough stuff is kind of where this gospel shines. Um, and like I said earlier, courage is the ability to face, right? Going through the tough stuff, that's more like resilience, but just taking that first step to get to where you need to go, I think is the most important part. And um, one of the things that my mom always tells me is that 
having courage, right? When we pray and we ask for help to give us that courage, we could pray all we want, but my mom says that it's good to think of Jesus like a lifeguard, right? Like he wants to save us, but he could only save us if we reach out back to him. And in the gospel too, you know, Simon and Andrew immediately told Jesus about their mother-in-law, right? Like they didn't wait for Jesus to come to them, but they went to him. And again, that ties into taking that first step. And for me personally, one of the challenges that I went through and am going through is, you know, mental health, right? I feel like that's a topic that's not talked about a lot. And, you know, recognizing that it's good to seek help when you need it is a really big important first step that I've taken these past few weeks or months, however long it was been. Um, Yeah, those are kind of the, that's kind of the challenge that I've been tackling recently. And I've been taking the first few steps to get there, but the challenges that you guys might face in the future might not be the same as mine. Yeah. So like Anne Thomas was saying, taking that first step um, for him, that personal first step of just being open to help and reaching out to others to get that help is, I, I really like that image of, um, God, Jesus being a lifeguard, because it it places some of the responsibility on us to be open to reaching out instead of trying to, I guess, save ourselves in a way. But turning now to some challenges that you all might face, I guess I've broken it down into three categories, spiritual, academic, and personal, as you know, and Thomas alluded to. So first was spiritual. Uh, Many of you have already been confirmed for maybe one or two years now. And when you're confirmed, then you become this um, adult Catholic. I I always confuse that term, even though I was a confirmation TA for however many years. But pretty much you are receiving the the gifts of the Holy Spirit and you have, um, I guess, leveled up in a way. And at this point, you don't you don't take any more Yaoli classes and you now have the choice to just, you know, spend your Saturdays freely or you can go to Tiwni still or you can be a TA. But in a way, your your academic spiritual journey has ended and you've you've gone through however many years of Bible class and here you are. So your spirituality might be super strong after confirmation or after these past few years and not being exposed to weekly Bible classes, then you might stray away because you've relied on that class for so long. And now that it's not there, then you're kind of floating on your own. So you, you've taken that initial step already of getting confirmed but now there's that challenge of what are you going to do now and finding that courage and deciding are you going to further your faith and really dive into what faith means to you or you know are you you just going to be I don't know I don't I don't know how to say it but like Catholic in name like you are con- you're confirmed, you're baptized, but you know there's not much else to it. Um, so 
at this at this point as hip sees exiting out of confirmation or already done with confirmation that spirituality and the faith is now in your hands so moving on from the spiritual challenge an academic challenge that you might face is is likewise you've gone through elementary middle school high school and now you're a senior or a junior and you're about to exit out of high school so of course before you get into college then you got to apply for college and you've worked your resume to like the peak you have that whatever gpa you have however many extracurriculars and classes and then you receive your acceptances or rejections or waitlist whatever it is and you decide to go where you go and it's easy to kind of like get lazy because in high school you honestly you all are being worked really really hard like I don't think I work as hard in college as I did in high school and it's it's easy to just be like oh I don't have to wake up at 8 a.m anymore and oh I don't have to go to school for seven hours a day and then go and do sports or extracurriculars after that. So it's easy to just like, I don't know, what's the word? Um, I keep saying like getting lazy, but it's, it's kind of like Jesus. It's getting comfortable because once you've done all this work that in high school, then you feel that in your senior year or once you get to college and you can kind of rest um but then it kind of catches up to you and then you realize that you have to change your habits in order to get the results that you want to of course if you're you know as and dennis and many others say c's get degrees or d's get diplomas um if, if you're just trying to cruise on by then once you're accepted to x college x job and you're there then you can you know skate on by but if you're you want to challenge yourself and you know work towards that next goal and i guess life marker then like like spirituality you have to work at it you have to work at your your academic or mental abilities in order to get to the point that you want to. All right, and then the last one is more personal, and I think this um, falls more in line with what Anne Thomas was saying. I talked about, I think it was two weeks ago, how when I got to college, since I was a commuter and also just like a natural introvert, um, then it, it was kind of isolating. Like, you come out of high school with the set group of friends because you've grown up with them for however many years. But then once you get to college, it's this entirely new place, two or three times the size of students. And there's just less of an opportunity to meet people. So you really just have to get out there and really find them yourself. But um, along with just like different places and transitioning and then feeling a little more alone, um, especially now with staying at home because of the pandemic, then we're we're left alone a lot and we don't get to see our friends as often. And I have also been feeling that 
like some some days I just really miss my friends like for I was gonna say like for no reason but like obviously there's a reason it's because I haven't seen them (laughs) in so long but like the isolation really um it just like hits sometimes and it's a challenge but like it and it's also a challenge that it's hard to face because especially now what are you gonna do like you can't I or I can't just like oh let's go hang out with such and such person today because one they probably are not here and two they too should be isolating um so the only options left are like virtual like hangouts you know in a way this is the new normal as they all say and just taking courage over your inner emotions although that doesn't mean you should (laughs) block off your emotions like it's okay if you're feeling lonely and just like you know sit with that for a little bit and you know, know where that is coming from. And from there, then maybe you can, like, by better understanding that and, like, having the courage to face your loneliness and your isolation and understand why it's happening can can bring you maybe not happiness or connection to other people, but it'll bring you a closer connection to yourself. And over time, like, as I keep saying, I am an introvert. Over time, I I honestly like enjoy being alone and being alone just provides a space to, I don't know, um, center yourself and just really like really know yourself better rather than having your thoughts drowned out by like constant conversation or other whatever you're talking about with some other person um yeah do you have any thoughts on isolation on thomas i agree with what you said you catherine where you know courage to take that first step to recognize that it's okay to be lonely or feel isolated sometimes is is a big first step and like you said it, it might not bring you happiness but recognizing that you know being alone or feeling alone is okay and recognizing where that's coming from could help you you know could help maybe bring you acceptance number one and number two you know kind of feeling uh maybe i don't want to say hopeful but like i'm gonna say anyways feeling hopeful that like um now that you recognize this you know maybe you could overcome other fears like asking your friends to facetime if you're like you know a shy person like hey you know, I miss you, you want to FaceTime and talk or something like that, that could also bring you comfort or, you know, happiness yeah. and stuff like that. So leaving off um, on that topic of isolation, that is coming around the corner. And that's usually a time where you celebrate with family and friends and there's mulung and everything. And it's very festive. But unfortunately, this year, we have to celebrate it safely within your own immediate household and, you know, over Zoom. But check in this week uh, if you made it to the end of this podcast. <laughs> uh, when you see us Winchungs, uh, make sure to chop <laughs> <chupet> us because <laughs> we won't see you uh, during that. So uh, we know. Yes. <laughs> All right. Well, we will see you at this weekend Sinhua um, with a very fun that activity that all the Winchungs have planned for you. Goodbye, everyone. Bye. Stay safe. It's not-